0: All right, Dad, do you want the complete blueprint to master your fitness, nutrition, and fatherhood? Well, I'm currently taking new clients for a limited time but unlimited gains. Contact me. Information is below. what's up everybody welcome to the dad fit podcast i'm the host barrett nobel here with my buddy anthony poblotsky uh, i i told him i was going to try not to butcher his last name too bad but how you doing man
1: oh fine fine uh it's uh, it's nice to be here
0: nice yeah yeah i'm glad we could finally uh coordinate and get you on here um i mean it's not like i have a massive audience All of these podcasts are really for me but it's also fun. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, man? You're over in Poland. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yes. I I live in Poznan, Poland. I'm 36, wife and a a son. Uh, He's four, four years old. We're four, sorry, four years old now. And uh, basically that's that's uh, that's it i work a regular nine-to-five job yeah. and uh, i work out in my free time i think mostly
0: yeah yeah your uh your videos are very inspiring because there are a lot of uh what i like to call like like where i work out just like solo dungeon workouts you don't have all of the glitz and the glam of regular gym life you're not trying to impress anybody it's just uh, just putting in the work and especially your kettlebell routine man. can you talk a bit about how you got involved with kettlebells
1: um, it's been uh, ten years now from uh, from the time I started uh, first time with a couple kettlebells a friend that uh, was a trainer of um, combat sports, uh, started a group with of uh, kettlebells after uh, discovering strong the strong first organization, and um, after the first uh, first time I was hooked, <laughs> never never stopped.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. What do you think made you so drawn towards kettlebells over barbell? Had you had any uh, barbell training before?
1: Not much of a barbell tra- uh, training. Somewhat regular gym, uh, like the the um, Planet Fitness type of a gym. For, for example, uh, on the university, uh, uh, the P was was um, also a regular gym, but it was. Um, um it was wasn't so exciting for me um and when i t- tried uh kettlebells it just clicked and the the movement the the tool just the kettlebell is uh, somewhat for me different more more interesting uh not uh, to 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 use the Uh, it's uh, just one tool and uh, variations of exercises the number of things you can do the little room you need is just just for me
0: yeah it's uh i like kettlebells as well and i've got a few over here that i incorporate in my regular barbell training but the thing that drew me into kettlebells was uh, exactly how you were saying is it's like a it's like a really nice blend between calisthenics and barbell training. You get like the best of both worlds because you have the the less room requirements needed. I mean, you don't need a, a full squat rack. You don't need a gigantic bunch of weights. And you can also get like a really, really brutal workout by tossing the kettlebell around.
1: Yeah, and you, you can fit it in your car if you want to go <laughs> on a vacation. The the barbell can be more uh, challenging to take for, for a ride.
0: <laughs> that would be so funny if I just strap this on the top of the vehicle and just bring my barbell everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a sideways through the windows. That would uh, draw attention.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I like your background there, man. You got a lot of books. Um, is, that, uh, is that like a, a hobby of yours? or
1: No. Um, uh... I read a lot, I I must say. And um, now I don't buy uh, physical books because I'm tight on space. But uh, if I find uh, an edition that's uh, of an author I like, I usually find a bit of of space. Uh, The most uh, that I'm proud of is my Discord collection uh, of Terry Pratchett. Uh, all of them, <laughs> I had, I, I had to have all of them. So, um, uh, so they are, and they were collected over the years as they were published. Yeah. So not, not, not a one, one time, uh, purchase.
0: <laughs> yeah. they would be a little costly. You said Discworld, right? Yeah. 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 That's been on my radar. Um. I mean I'm a very avid reader. It's it's probably the thing I do most when I'm not with my family or working out. So I'm uh I'm always excited when I see someone with a giant background full of books. And I'm always just like, "Oh, what do you got back there?"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh usually my first um place or spot I go if I visit someone is his bookshelf. <laughs> to check check out what, what they've have read.
0: Yeah. So, what inspired you to uh, become an athlete, man? I know you said uh, you did a bit in college. What kind of uh, was was it really? Just kettlebells that kind of like made you um, really into it?
1: In co- uh I wouldn't say that. In college, I I uh, I discovered kettlebells after college, and uh, when I was on the university, I we had pe classes so uh, obligatory pe classes we so we chose the closest point to, uh, from the the dormitory and it was a gym <laughs> uh, so it was a, a, an easy decision for us uh, i don't think about myself as an athlete i i just work out for for fun for for health just to to move Uh, I enjoy the movement, Um, but an athlete, I think it's uh, too big of a word for me.
0: (laughs) That's fair. I wouldn't call you an athlete, but that's all right. (laughs) So what what made you get interested in your combat sports? I think that was uh, the very first thing I saw on my timeline of yours pop up. You were going to... Some festival. It looked like over in Poland.
1: Yeah, or... yeah. Uh, Can you speak about that? I, yeah, it's. Um, I reenact uh, or try to reenact a uh, uh, early medieval warrior from uh, this our our country from Poland. So um, most mostly because uh, the 10th century is a bit of fuzzy if it goes for. Uh, some artifacts for checking uh, every detail. It um, is very different from the twentieth, twentieth century or World War II, for example, where you where you have all the data for every button uh, uh, or a shoelace that, that you can pinpoint. Yeah. Uh, the the early medieval times are more loosely <laughs> based in history i would say because um, the relics are for um, scar- scarce uh, there are fewer of them so so there's uh, much room for for your own interpretation uh, i started um, in, uh, doing it in high school about uh, my friends started a group just to uh, just between themselves to, uh, to reenact Vikings and uh, fight like them. Um, and after I finished high school, I, I moved to Poznan for, 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 uh, to, to study history. And I found my current group uh, uh, of reenactors and I'm 17 years with them. That's awesome. uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm an old man for for this sport, <laughs> you, you can say. Uh, and uh, the combat, the combat, uh, it was also a way of moving. And um, who wouldn't like to fight like a knight or a Viking? <laughs> Uh, yeah. so so the, the, it would be the first motivation and uh, now it's just part of my uh, weekly w- w- weekly life i would say but...
0: that's awesome that it's still pretty frequent i thought it was more of like a annual get together but i guess uh
1: the the festivals yes the festivals are uh, more of a uh, in the summer so we we go to some, to other cities a couple of times a year, but uh, weekly trainings are something that we we try to um, have on a, on a weekly basis.
0: Yeah, what does that training look like?
1: Um, nowadays, mostly it's sparring because uh, all of our members are um, quite experienced. We, I think there's n- not a person that isn't doing this for ten years so after a, a sports warm up uh, to for all the joints to get your heart uh, blood pumping we, we just uh, uh, spar one on one one, uh, one against one the it's um, there, there are of course rules. It's not just melee <laughs> uh, or a skirmish. Um, you can say uh, it's a bit of like fencing, because it's for uh, you count points. Uh, after every hit, you get a point. You break the the fight and start over. Um, and you have uh, zones uh, on your body uh, where you can hit and cannot hit mm. the, the when i started and for the last 15 more or less years the zones were uh, excluding forearms and uh, under the the knee now uh, the movement uh, includes mostly the forearms so the combat changes a bit because it's easier to, to, to get hit in the arm than, than in the body.
0: Yeah. yeah, I believe it. What does your wife think about all this? Uh,
1: my wife, uh, she, she accepts it. Uh,
0: she, <laughs>
1: uh, and the funny thing is that she started, uh, uh, she was in a group before we uh, met. She was in an archery uh, reenactment group but um, the 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 group fell apart i think uh, more or less when we uh, when we met
0: yeah Yeah, so she's not completely opposed to it
1: (laughs) yeah uh, she's she has a very very many um hobbies we we share uh, so so even if if we don't do the same thing together we we, uh, we understand each other very much very well
0: yeah. yeah it's not like she is ten years into the marriage and doesn't realize that you're going out three times a week to spar people
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no no definitely not yeah does but she... the the yeah
0: oh, I was going to say, does she do the kettlebell training with you as well?
1: Uh, no, no, she, she's more of a runner. She, she, oh, okay. uh, yeah. A couple of years ago, we went through a f- quite intense, uh, running uh, routine to, for a half marathon, then a full marathon. And now she occasionally runs just, just for fun.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. My wife, it's been a little rough since the baby was born, but. She tries to make it down here to do some strength training with me. I haven't quite got her to go out running with me yet, but she rides her bike with me while I run, so it's at least some sort of cardio. She's great. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly better than nothing. But yeah, she yeah. definitely. I I hate running, and she despises running. <laughs>
1: Uh, I share the same feeling. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: the, the, the funny thing is that uh, when we started uh, uh, preparing for the half marathon, it was uh, a deal because our, uh, her friend was uh, writing his master's degree on, uh, on amateur uh, sportsmen, uh, amateur athletes preparing for the half marathon. And nice. he was uh, looking for uh, test subjects. Uh, <laughs> he he uh, had all the females he needed. He lacked males, so uh, if I agreed to, to take part of this uh, this group, uh, he would write my program and my wife's program.
0: That's
1: awesome. So I didn't have a choice, really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh how did you think uh at the end of the race were you glad that you did it
1: yeah yeah uh, when we finished the half marathon it was a, um, a simple decision to move forward to do the full marathon because if we did uh, 21 kilometers it was the best uh, the best time to to do the full marathon yeah
0: yeah i agree um, where was the the races? It was it was local somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was in Poznan. Uh, both the half marathon and the full marathon was in Poznan. Then I said I'm not doing more running, <laughs> and, and my wife continued. The next year she did uh, five or six half marathons, I think, oh. uh, in in Poland. We have uh, something called uh, Crown of Half Marathons. You have a set of uh, set of races around Poland, and if you mark five of them, you get another ma- ma- medal. Nice,
0: that's a good... yeah,
1: f- yeah, good medal, good good good, 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 uh, good option. It was quite fun for my wife. I just uh, cheered for her then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You uh, stood at the finish line with your beer, and like, yeah, good job.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, with a beer now because I had to drive, and uh, in Poland you cannot have uh, any alcohol uh, when you're driving. Yeah, uh, it's a tiny margin, but I, I, I'm not going to, going to risk it. But yeah. uh, uh, I had the situation when my wife was running a 10K, I think. And I was eating cake uh, in the car in the, at that time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I, I was, uh, it was a great time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, does your son get to participate much when you're working out? Is he around? Is he uh, working out?
1: If I'm doing some body weight uh, around the house, yes, around the, our apartment. Um, but if I'm swinging the kettlebell, I tend to move to, to the place he uh, he won't be hit. Yeah. I mm, it's uh, kettlebells are very ballistic, and uh, uh, I don't and he's very livid. So. <laughs> so um small spaces, a running child and a kettlebell, I don't think they mix very well.
0: Yeah, no, I would have to agree with you there. I mean, my daughter's only, she's like 19 months and she would just get absolutely crushed because she has no perception of things swinging around and she would walk right into it by accident if I wasn't paying attention. <laughs>
1: Yeah. uh, A couple of times I work out at home because the the wife was uh, away and I was uh, babysitting him. And I had my training to do, so I took the kettlebell uh, to the apartment and I said, don't move now, daddy will press the kettlebell. And of course, as soon as I press a 32 kilogram above my head, he starts to round around. so it's one, one thing that he can hurt himself if uh, if my if the, the bells left. the second thing i i cannot focus fully on the proper technique so i can get hurt yeah. uh, so i tend to to move to the basement or into another room and lock myself in <laughs>
0: So how would you say you effectively balance your uh, your full-time job, being a dad, athletic pursuits, all your training? What do you say is your magical way to do all of that?
1: Surprisingly, uh, since I'm a dad, my training is uh, more on, on point than it ever was. Because uh, I the first couple of months uh, let's take it from the beginning, beginning. the last month before the uh, uh, the birth i quit my gym where 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 i work out with the kettlebells for the previous uh, 6 years uh, just to be uh, sure i'm not hurt and i'm uh, ready for for anything if if, if the baby comes yeah. the and the next couple of weeks, I think weeks, maybe a couple of months, I just knew uh, uh, the working out isn't a priority, because the sleep would be off, the wife would be uh, off, uh, I, I wouldn't uh, need to focus on helping my wife uh, with, with the baby and to learn how to, to, uh, to work around it. And uh, after the initial couple of months, I started uh, working out with body weight just to get a move again. Yeah. Uh, then I've uh, when I knew I could somewhere squeeze in some some short workouts, I bought my first kettlebell. Um, sorry, I borrowed my first kettlebell from from uh, my uh, trainer to to check if uh, it's even possible to, to work out in, uh, at home, uh, if I will be, would be consistent. Uh, um, it appeared I did, <laughs> I could. So I bought my kettlebell uh, just not, not to borrow anything. Then I bought another one, another one uh, as I needed them. And uh, I could think about a proper r- routine uh, I knew I won't be able to work out in the evenings or in the uh, afternoons. So uh, I, the only logical option was to work out before and everybody would wake up. So I woke up at about 4, four uh, a.m. Uh, uh, about more or less. Uh, I went down to the basement, so uh, I wouldn't wake up anyone and uh, done my workout with, uh, within a half an hour, maybe 40 minutes, because uh, I don't have, a, I live, a, 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 I have an apartment, I don't live a, a, in a big building, so we have just small, small basements. Uh, maybe two meters, two square meters, Uh, but we have a communal room for bikes. So I moved the bikes aside, uh, set my uh, workout mat on the floor, brought my kettlebell from the uh, tiny basement, uh, done my uh, workout within the 30 minutes, cleaned everything up, got back up, started my day uh, and prepared for, for work. And yeah. uh, and it um, and this routine worked for me for a, a year more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, waking up so early, it was difficult uh, because of the lack of sleep. I, <laughs> I uh, um, usually I slept more or less six hours, so so for me it's a. Minimum an hour to too, too little yeah. for, uh, to, to, to get uh, rest. But uh, I got the groove the, the, the for working out uh, five times a week. So on the weekends were off. And maybe sometimes on the weekend, but it was... Uh, uh, it varied, and I tried to to always uh, from monday to 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 friday to to do some work for for that half an hour forty minutes maybe and sometimes uh, I added some push ups in the evening just to check if I can recover from it, yeah. but mostly mostly the mornings and uh, when the, the the little man got bigger and uh, I could move uh, from the uh, to, from the morning to the evening so so not so time crunched and I could yeah. do it uh, more peacefully I would say
0: yeah yeah that's nice it seems to be uh, a general theme with any of the dads that I chat with is usually we have to uh, get up before everybody else just to find the time to work out and there's nothing wrong with it um it's just like that's that's the only time we're able to fit it in yeah. with working and then by the time everyone's home from work you just kind of want to hang out with your family so it's it's worth it to get up that extra hour
1: yeah yeah, it's it, it kept me sane <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you ever uh, get any of the tenants in your building like when you were walking down to the basement did you ever run into uh, anyone and like, hey, why don't you come swing some kettlebells with me? Uh, I uh,
1: I met a couple of times with some tenants, uh, but it it was a very uh, rare occasion. Um, four a.m. or four four thirty a.m. isn't the, the the rush hour in the in the basement.
0: <laughs> no traffic jams in the basement.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Um that was one older man that was uh, when I was uh, ending by my workout. Workout sometimes he will, uh, would take out his bike to to go somewhere, but no one to to share the workout with. I would say but I'm I'm used to to working out by myself, yeah. so it's it's not an issue for me.
0: So with me being from the U.S. and you're from Poland, I'm curious. Do you have anything, I don't even know if that would even matter, but is there anything specific from your childhood that uh, uh, excited you when you were younger? Any cool memories?
1: Cool memories? Um, I think one of the the, uh, better things that I remember that when to about uh, 12 years old, I lived nearby the forest. So, so most of the, the time I spent outside running around the forest uh, with my buddies. It, a bit, uh, bit go, it went uh, downhill a bit when we got a satellite dish and I discovered cartoon network <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the other hand, I, I learned English from it. So, so I never had to re- really learn uh, English in school. That's awesome. uh, so, something for something. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I think that that moving around, the, the uh, was was awesome. living nearby the forest was, was an awesome option for, for a kid. So yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, it's very similar to how I grew up. I uh, I grew up upstate New York, just surrounded by mountain ranges and waterfalls and Uh, I'm definitely a very nature-oriented person because of that. And I find my peace and I'm able to reset my brain, really, when I get to go out and hike and just be with the trees and hear the birds chirping and something about it is just so peaceful. I I miss it a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't appreciate it much when... uh... When I had the, the option to move around the 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 forest or the nature, uh, I remember that my mom always was um, uh, was dragging me out for a walk or uh, for for some uh, for a trip uh, out of um, um, compliance. I I went. I didn't enjoy it much, but now. Um, uh, I, I find that I try to, to try take my son for some walks, uh, something to the forest, uh, sometimes for a bike ride. I'm not much of a biker, uh, but uh, it's uh, easier to take him in uh, uh, at a trailer, uh, uh, a cart, yeah. Uh, a cart so, so we can uh, uh, ride around uh, Poznan. Uh, we have, quite a lot of, uh, green areas, uh, within the city or, uh, in, within bike range, so.
0: All right, dads, gym or home workout? Leave some comments below. I'm curious where you're all getting those gains from. That's handy. Yeah, my wife and I picked up a little, uh, pull behind trailer for our daughter this year, and we, we've been able to go out on some trails with her and it's awesome when I get to look back at her and it just it's sort of like you can see that little sparkle in their eye and it just kind of <laughs> reminds me of when I was younger and I hope she appreciates it. Uh, there's no waterfalls where I live so I'll have to uh take her on a vacation to experience that but yeah, it's <clears throat> she's definitely an outdoor baby. She's always helping us in the garden or she she likes to feed the chickens with me every morning, so she's definitely awesome. more, more of an outdoor baby. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> funny, she, uh, she likes to throw the uh, fruit scraps at the chickens, she's like, chickens, chickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. How yeah, you, uh, uh,
1: what's that? Uh, no, nothing, nothing. What's your question? Oh.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, um, what's your approach towards uh, nutrition and stuff with your family? The only uh, thing I know about Polish cuisine is kielbasa, and I don't even know if that is Polish or if that's some American. Yeah, basket yeah, basket.
1: Kiel- kiel- kielbasa is Polish. It's uh, uh, it's roughly translated as sausage. It's uh, but. Uh, what I've uh, experienced, the, the Polish sausage is quite different than, than uh, what uh, you can get uh, in different uh, other countries, um, so, so that's why probably uh, kielbasa as a word is uh, uh, pretty crawled into English language. Uh, like, like, also like Ponchki, uh, it's not donuts, but uh, you would roughly translate it as, uh, as such. Um, and if, if it goes for my nutrition, uh, I think two, two, mm-hmm. two plus years ago, I, I decided to, to dial in my nutrition, so I counted my macros. Uh, found uh, found uh, a dish that I can eat, and I'm uh, I've been cooking it five times a week uh, ever since.
0: That's
1: it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that was the easiest thing for me to to find a simple thing that I can uh, make in bulk, bulk, then freeze the the portions and just take out it uh, every day, yeah. and. Uh, um, I eat most of my food at work, mostly because I, I work. Uh, I work a desk job, uh, desk job, so it's not a problem to heat it up. Uh, my wife works at home, so she cooks for herself mostly. Yeah. And uh, now our son is in preschool. So he eats there mostly. So it's three different diets, I would say. <laughs> we we we, ate, we eat the same things on the weekends.
0: Yeah, I'm always curious on... Uh, maybe I should start asking more people, but most of the people I chat with are from the U.S. anyways. But I'm just always curious on uh, what little kids eat um, outside of the U.S. because I can't stand what I see... Most parents feeding their children here in the States, just a lot of garbage, in my opinion. And I know kids are really picky with their food. And yeah. it's hard to get them to eat nutritious food, especially if it's green for some reason, uh, at least in the States. But um, yeah, I'm curious, is there do you have to make special meals for a little man or does he eat what you guys eat? uh if if uh, if the wife
1: cooks he usually uh, is uh, isn't keen to to eat the same things some (laughs) some dishes some dishes are are okay Uh, mostly pasta pasta he he likes pasta the uh, the sauce or the meat uh, lately isn't isn't of his his choice so uh, he 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 it's all just the pasta or sometimes uh, uh, he, he gets fixated on one dish and he eats it and eats it and eats it. For example, uh, a, peanut, a toast with peanut butter. So it's uh, it's a uh, thing that he eats lately constantly. And uh, then it's a click and he doesn't want it and he eats only... Uh, the hot dog sausages, for example. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, in preschool, they have meals and they have three uh, meals, I think. Uh, so, mm-hmm. breakfast, the second breakfast, and dinner. Uh, and uh, it's always mixed up. So, uh, pl- plenty, plenty of different choices for him.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And my daughter just started, um, it's daycare this year. It's not. She's a year too young for preschool, but she just started daycare this year. And it's been such a huge relief uh, on me specifically. Cause my wife's a teacher, so she goes in, uh, but I stay at home and work. So the last two years I've been watching her while trying to work. And it was fine when she was really tiny because she just laid there. She's just a big blob. But yeah. now, that, now that she's way more active and mobile, um. I'm very grateful that she's in daycare now, so I can, so I don't lose my job. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, when uh, when our son was born, it was about a half a year be- 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 before the pandemic. Uh, so uh, when uh, lockdown hit Poland. Uh, we had to move uh, all our stuff, work stuff, uh, to home, and uh, we we worked. Uh, my work, my wife works uh, at home ever since, so so this didn't change. But when when I was at home, and uh, the little one uh, started to walk uh, using furniture, uh, uh, it was fine till he could reach uh, reach the monitor or the keyboard. Uh, and and uh, I was laughing because I I video, videoed him that he this little hand starts to pick uh, on the monitor on the screen and I wrote to my coworkers time to get back to the office.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're they're funny like that. Oh, I was gonna say something about that, but I lost it. Okay. <laughs> Um, have you had any major injuries or setbacks from your uh, your sparring? I guess.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, major injuries. I got uh, five teeth broken. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. It's it was uh, on the first year I started in Poznan. I moved to the university. Uh, I started uh, the, the sparrings. Uh, four days a week, I think. And because I started to go to two different uh, brotherhoods to, to check out the trainings, because the, the quality of the training uh, routine was uh, the, the, my, my focus. So I uh, went to, to two places, and uh, on one of the first trainings, I got a saber through my uh, my teeth. Uh, so. Uh, five five teeth uh, were broken. Um, since then, not really, not no, no ma- major uh, injuries. Some little scars, some b- bumps and bruises. So I uh, I got lucky. I got lucky yeah. because there are people that that uh, lost uh, an eye in it. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it's bound to happen. now. Playing with a, even blunt weapons takes eye out.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's um, sometimes it's the the um, fault of the fighter, sometimes of the uh, adversary, uh, but usually it's just uh, bad luck because you yeah. you dodge in a wrong way or the the usually the spear slips somewhere um, as you can see. It, Right in the eye
0: and uh,
1: then a a tragic end for an eye, unfortunately.
0: Um, Would you say that that sort of training is somewhat common in Poland or are you kind of, um, or is it kind of more of a niche training? Uh,
1: When I started, it was uh, definitely a niche. Uh, Now, now it's... uh, it's uh, for for me and my uh people i know it's not not uncommon because uh, we we have a bunch of friends doing it uh, but uh, it's more common in the last 20 years for sure uh for example, the the festival I was uh, you, you saw first the first time. The, there are a couple of hundred of fighters uh, every year, and it's uh, been 20 years uh, since the first uh, edition of this this festival. For the biggest uh, for the biggest festival on the Volin Island, where uh, the Yom's Vikings were, had her, had there. Uh, legendary stronghold. It's, I think, 30 years now. So a couple thousand of fighters uh, from all over Europe. And uh, I think, I'm not sure, but uh, if someone from another continent came, I'm I'm not sure, but uh, the Europe uh, for sure.
0: Have you ever been to that one?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we... uh, for the last twenty years, I think that about ten times, may, may, maybe more. Wow, that's
0: <laughs> that must be amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the the battles are just uh, breath, breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, you're standing side to side with a couple of hundred uh, fighters on each side, and uh, the uh, the feeling the uh, Mm, the emotions that flow awesome yeah. the the combat also awesome
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Man. yeah I, I remember I've, I messaged you or commented on a few of your posts before that I've tried to look up uh, armored combat leagues around where I live and I don't know if it's something specific uh, the name of it but I've found nothing close by to where I live but there are quite a few armored combat leagues throughout the United States, at least. And I was, I was curious if there's any sort of like international rivalries. Like, do you guys ever come over here and fight or do the States mm. ever go over there and fight? Uh,
1: I don't think so. I, 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 I'm not uh, familiar with uh, a league uh, like that because, uh the tickets, the logistics are just <laughs> awful <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, think about uh, bringing uh, on a plane a sword
0: <laughs> or a suit of armor
1: <laughs> or a suit of armor you you cannot uh, take scissors on, on a plane <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and what about a, a, a one handed or two handed uh,
0: weapon <laughs> yeah yeah, I could see how that might cause some issues on the, the international flights. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, it's it's fascinating to me though. It's it's right up my alley of interest though, because I'm a, I'm a big combat sports fan and I love uh, fantasy as one of the genres that I read a lot. So um, it's uh it's a nice blend of both of those, and I like fitness. So it's. It's like a triple win, I suppose. <laughs> maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll start a, a branch of it out here on Long <laughs> Island.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could you could uh, check out for Hema, historic historical reenactment. Uh, it's a short shortcut, but I forgot the the the, the abbreviation. Yeah. Uh, it's H E M A. Uh, historical martial arts, I think, uh, it, it would be it would be easier to to find uh armored combat sport. Uh-huh. Um, so so HEMA is uh, not the early medieval like I do, but they uh, find uh, rule books for fighting with uh, historical weapons and uh, try to recreate the schools of. Uh, uh, those schools or styles of of fighting, yeah. it it could be easier to to find.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just like I said, I think that was one of the the very first pieces of content of yours that I saw. It was, <laughs> I think it was the like the promo footage. So it's just like a drone flying over everyone and just like crowds of people ramming into each other, and <laughs> it was awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. The uh, Barbarian Invasion in Ogrodzinyt <laughs> Castle is <laughs> uh, the name of the festival.
0: Oh, man. That's pretty wild. Um, so with all of your fitness and all of your historical combat, martial arts training, do you have any sort of lessons that you try to teach the little man, or is it kind of just exposing him and maybe he'll be interested in it someday. I mean, I know he's poor so it's not like you can have a really crazy in-depth conversation with him, but
1: yeah, for now it's it's expo- uh, exposing him to, to seeing that the the old man is moving, he's doing something um, when I was uh, when I had a pull-up bar in the apartment uh, he liked to hang off from my knees, uh, from, from my legs. And then I uh, pulled him up or we uh, did push-ups with, with him on the back and just simple things like that. Uh, just to see that uh, you can do uh, stuff like that. And uh, when we, we're outside, I, I try, try to move uh, a bit with him. Sometimes it's... Uh, when, if, when he's on the playground, it's the only moment when I can sit down. so I like to to, to catch my breath. but uh, uh, sometimes we go to a, a I would say amusement park jungle, uh, jungle gym, something like that. And uh, when we move, when we go there, there's no excuses. I must uh, keep up with him. So, (laughs) so running around on a two, two stories high uh, jungle gym uh, designed for little people is, (laughs) is quite a workout. <laughs> uh, an hour of uh, running on your knees, on your hands, crawling. Uh, awesome. Always uh, soaking wet when we, we, we're we done with it, but uh, very fun.
0: Yeah, those are definitely some core memories that he's building. Does he go to uh, watch your uh, events, like when you're fighting?
1: Uh, No, not really, Uh, because the the events, the the historical, when we dress up uh, in our uh, historic clothes, it's usually far away. So the wife and little one stays at home. Uh, The training, the the sparrings, not yet, I think. It would be... um, an hour or two hours of sparring uh, wouldn't be very interesting. Maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Yes, okay, but then the wife would have a very uh, difficult time to, to keep him entertained.
0: <laughs> yeah, unless you gave him a, a stick. He was just out there. Yeah. Him.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. i I done that. Um... Two, two months ago, we found some sticks and he tried to hit me. And of course, the first thing he hit, it was my hand.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, this uh, it's um, uh, um, funny. The funny thing is it's the uh, most common injury when you spar or you fight uh, is getting hit in your, uh, your hand. So uh, proper armored glove is uh, number one necessity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Tony, who would you say your heroes are, man? Uh,
1: heroes, uh, fitness-wise? Mm,
0: sure, uh, just any hero. What comes to mind?
1: Uh, no so first would be my parents maybe not fitness wise because um, they are not sportsmen uh, i would say my mother my mom is very active my dad is very uh, very busy with work but um, the environment they created uh, the stability uh, wouldn't uh, wouldn't change a thing wouldn't trade it for anything uh... Fitness-wise, um, I follow a couple of guys from the U.S., uh, if it goes for, for, for kettlebells. Uh, um, so Alex Salkin, uh, for example, was the uh, entry guy. I s- found him on the Internet through a friend from the Czech Republic. Uh, then I s- started to, to read his emails. Then I found the, uh, Pat Flynn. Uh, awesome, awesome guy, fitness, uh, fitness, fitness dude, a philosopher, a writer, father of five. So uh, that's uh, astonishing. <laughs> uh, also, Jeff Newport uh, and Dan John. The, um, I think that these four four guys are the core of uh, the things I I do now with kettlebells, uh, if it goes for the knowledge.
0: Nice. Did you have any sort of specific training to learn how to use the kettlebells properly? Aside from those gentlemen you just mentioned, did you have any uh, trainers or anything?
1: Yeah, I uh, when I started, uh, um, like I said, my 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 friend started a group of uh, for, for the kettlebell, and he was and inst- uh, he 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 finished uh, uh, instructor course for the strong strong first first the level one then the level two, so the basics and uh, the proper technique was taught by him. Oh, okay. later on no, nothing formal
0: yeah i forgot you had mentioned strong first what's your favorite thing to do with the kettlebell
1: um, uh, it's a tie uh, the kettlebell snatch and uh, double clean and press
0: double just oh,
1: yeah 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 the, the double the double is awesome yeah, you, you have to work with the whole body to 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 do it properly
0: yeah yeah there's so much again i I'm a big fan of kettlebells as well, and there's just so much coordination and agility i guess for proper techniques so you don't injure yourself throwing that amount of weight around uh, it's something i I don't know, it's, it's kind of mesmerizing in a way when you i have watched a few videos on Instagram where, uh, and I don't know how useful they are, but they're beautiful to watch where the guy's spinning the kettlebells and just all of the fluid movements, almost like a Tai Chi meditation in a way, but he's got these massive weights that he's flipping around and stuff. Yeah,
1: the the juggling is awesome. Uh, I tried some basic juggling with a a 12 kilogram uh, belt, but man, if it's a bigger weight, they have to have tremendous amounts of power.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever uh, dropped it on your foot by accident?
1: Uh, On the foot, fortunately, no. A couple of times uh, uh, I dropped it uh, during, for example, Turkish get-up or or something like that, but uh, dropping uh, on on myself, no. Well, (laughs) fortunately... (laughs) uh, No, no, uh, on the floor, on the floor. uh, This year I, uh, I dropped it because I was doing... Firstly, first I was doing pull-ups. Then I was doing double front squats, and my left hand, when I racked the the, the kettlebell and was going up, uh, it just started to to slip. I, I and I knew I had to let it go, or I would would injure myself. So oh, yeah. I let it let it go. Large bang. Uh, a message from my wife that was downstairs, <laughs> asking. Are you alive? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But um, the foot or myself or anybody, fortunately, no.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've never never dropped a kettlebell on myself. I've never dropped a a weight on myself either. I've definitely pinched fingers several times, but I think that's a little more common than dropping a whole kettlebell on you.
1: (laughs) I, I hit myself a couple of times with club balls or a mace, but, uh, oh, but nice. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you train with the clubs and maces then also? Uh,
1: I tried them out. I, I have two clubs, uh, two sixes, six kilograms. Uh, so, so some uh, single and double work. Uh, I tried a bit just based on some YouTube videos and uh, also, just to 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 check it out, a maze a four kilogram one. They are fun, but uh, if uh, I wanted to focus on on the kettlebell, I don't didn't want to to delude myself to a couple of uh, things at once. I didn't uh, find a way to mix them up uh, properly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've. I've only tried the clubs. I always wanted to try the mace just because it looked fun. And it was it was similar to the the kettlebell juggling. It just looked cool to just be able to swing it around and stuff. But
1: yeah, yeah the yeah. mace looks awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I always had the thought in my head that I would swing it too close and just shatter my shin bone for some reason. I don't I don't know why that always popped into my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it it could happen. I, I hit myself. Uh, the shinbone wouldn't be as bad. I would be more worried about the knee. Yeah. Uh, mis- misplacing the kneecap would be, I think, far more troublesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, knees are pretty weak. When I was uh, when I was more interested in martial arts, I did. Uh, I watched a documentary on Muay Thai, and I got inspired. My roommate and I at the time, we got inspired to uh start grinding our shin bones with glass bottles and metal bars to ah, strengthen yeah. them up. And I uh, do such stupid things when we're younger, don't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: did, did you chew uh, battle cups to yeah. strengthen your jaw?
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know if it worked, but it hurt like hell and it was just <laughs> fun. I mean, we were Definitely. drunk at the time, so it didn't hurt as bad, but the next day my my shins were just bloodied and there's blood everywhere and like, what the hell did we do last night, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanna be uh, cognizant of your time, man. We've been going about an hour, so I don't know if you've got a hard cut off, but um, I usually like to uh, to end the podcast with uh, just asking uh, if there's anything you want to pitch. Like, do you have any? I I don't think you're a coach or anything, but
1: no, no, no. I I'm on the internet just for fun. To <laughs> so so no no pitching here, but just uh, if uh, anyone wants some advice, just. Do anything you can, when you can, uh, and it will get better.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it definitely will. Well, I'll uh, I'll put the link to your uh, Twitter profile in the show notes so people can give you. a follow and stuff. But uh, like I said, I'm I'm really grateful you were able to uh, take the time to come on and chat with me. Oh, it was a pleasure. Yeah, no, I really really want to try to make it over to Poland to go and watch your event, man, because that looks... (laughs) honestly awesome and plus it would just be fun to experience uh, another culture like that as well too but, and I know someone it else and that helps
1: <laughs> go ahead uh, with, feel free
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways appreciate you coming on in and uh, we will chat soon yeah thank you thank you very much catch you later man Eight. hey have you found any value in any of these podcast episodes First of all, I appreciate you for listening. and I would love to hear from you, to be honest with you. If you could leave a review, uh, some ratings, share with your friends, it'll all help build the dead fit community.